Welcome to Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette, with your host Steve Garrett, MC and DJ at one of the largest Corvette weekends in the country, Corvette Fun Fest, president of the Corvette Club of Kansas City, Missouri, and radio disc jockey at the number one radio station in Kansas City for over 40 years. Here's Steve Garrett. Thanks for listening to Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette. Brought to you by Wheelcraft. Want to dress up your Corvette with bright chrome or black chrome wheels? Visit Wheelcraft.com to learn about their advanced PVD chrome finishing. They can refinish your wheels or offer a wheel exchange for most models, and it comes with a five-year warranty. Visit Wheelcraft.com today or call 833-840-5334. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. I appreciate you tuning in. You can listen to Corvette Today on all podcast platforms. You can also listen on your smart device. Just say Alexa or Hey Google, play the podcast called Corvette Today, and you're connected. Also, visit the Corvette Today website. It's CorvetteTodayPodcast.com. And while you're there, make sure you visit the Corvette Today merchandise store. You can also sign up for Corvette Today emails, notifications, and updates at CorvetteToday.ck.page. And don't forget, join the Corvette Today Facebook group. We have over 3,800 members, and I'd love to have you as a member as well. And don't forget about the YouTube channel now for Corvette Today. See all your favorite Corvette Today podcasts now on YouTube. First, I'd like to thank our flagship sponsors of Corvette Today, Aerolari Wheels, a true forged wheel with over 20 unique design styles to choose from for your C8 and wide-body versions of the C7, C6, and C5 Corvette. It's an awesome value starting at only $23.88 for a set of four fully forged wheels. And now use the new promo code CT111, that's CT111, and get $100 off your purchase. Visit aerolari.com, that's A-E-R-O-L-A-R-R-I.com, with the new promo code CT111 for your $100 discount. Also, midenginecorvetteforum.com, the forum that focuses on the new mid-engine C8 Corvette. Meet a lot of fellow Corvette enthusiasts like yourself at midenginecorvetteforum.com. Also, a shout-out to canadiancorvetteforum.com, welcoming Corvette owners from around the world. If you've listened or watched Corvette Today over the last two and a half years, you know I always say every Corvette owner has a story. Well, my guest on today's show has over 60 years of Corvette stories, and we're going to hear some of them today. He runs midenginecorvetteforum.com, and as a matter of fact, he was my guest on Corvette Today number six, way back in May of 2020. He is Mr. John Elegant. John, welcome back to Corvette Today. Thank you, Steve. It's always fun to be talking with you and always fun to be talking about Corvettes. Absolutely right, buddy. You've got so many stories. You had told me a few of the stories before we started getting this show put together. Why don't we start with story number one? It was 35 years ago, your first Corvette. It was a 63 split window meeting, wasn't it? And that still is a rock'em, sock'em, change-your-life moment for me and for others who remember their first view of that Corvette or their special Corvette. A little back history is we didn't come from much. We always had food on the table, but my parents brought up in the Great Depression, so cars were like appliances to them. The only time I ever heard my parents in their whole life raise their voices to each other was when my mom wanted a heater. We lived in New York State. My dad said, we're not getting a heater. We can't afford it. That was a 1956 Chevy with no options. But in the end, you know the end of this, it had a heater. So with that background, my mother called me one day, early spring vacation in my junior year. And she said, hey, if you can get over to work between 12 and 1 today, Billy, I work with, has a brand new Corvette. 
it was seven miles away. Public transportation was lousy, but I found a way, walked the last three miles and got there. Met Billy. We went out the back of the building and there was the most gorgeous, breathtaking. We're looking at the back of the car. It looks like a fighter jet canopy from that time, as we all know. And I'm smiling just talking about it. What a heart-pounding moment to see. It's the first C2 that I ever remember seeing. And it was Sebring Silver, red interior, 340 horse, factory four-speed, and there were only 268 made with air conditioning. It had all the above. What a rare car when you put all those things together. And I was just beyond excitement as a 15-year-old. And then he said, you want to go for a ride? That set the hook and why Corvettes are a huge part of our life. 90% of our close friends now drive Corvettes. So that got it all started. That's amazing, John. What a great story, too. Now, you also had an opportunity to meet Corvette chief engineer Dave Hill, didn't you? 35 years later, after putting our youngest daughter through college, and they worked hard for their room and board and their books and their spending money, but we paid for the tuition. Then my wife said to me, you've waited so many years, it's time for you to get your Corvette. And I said, yes, I can't wait. My wife and kids always came first, still do. The first road trip, we had a C5, a 98 black, and we're going to the National Corvette Museum, going to the Bowling Green Assembly Plant. Our car was chosen by Steve Stringfellow, who was the leader of the team that created Heads Up Display, which we all know premiered in 98. 20 Corvette team staff there, and they each chose their favorite car. We were chosen to go to the Circle of Honor. The next morning, be there at 8 o'clock. We're there early, and we're fussing with our car. And over walks Dave Hill. I knew he was. What a personable, friendly guy. Everybody knows him as the weight manager. For every pound you can take off the car, we can get $10 more allocated from finance to pay for its development. But he was also very personable. And he says, tell me about this car and how you relate to it. My wife and I looked at him and we started to say how much we liked the car. And he said, this is your first Corvette? I said, yes. He said, well, then you're exactly the person I want to talk to. Tell me what's <laughs> wrong with this car. And I said, this is Ritz. The chief engineer is asking me a newbie to say what I don't like about the car. Yeah, tell me what's wrong with this car so I can make it better. I didn't really hear him and I start bragging about, he put up his hand and said, stop. I wanna know what I can do to improve this car. And I said, well, you notice the wheels, they're Fisky wheels. They're not those wagon train wheels that came on the 97. He said, I know I hate those wheels, but I lost the argument with the bean counters. <laughs> they told me if I could get up to a certain sales level and we're slightly exceeding that through the end of this year, I can get more money, I can get the wheels I want, which we've already picked out. And we all who love that generation know that in year 2000, they came out with nice looking wheels. And he said, you know, those wheels are ready to go. The ones on our car are ready to go 200 miles an hour for Le Mans. I said, no, I didn't know that. OK, so you don't like the factory wheels. We agree on that. What else is wrong with this car? Like a dummy, I didn't hear him again. I started to wax eloquent about something else. He said, John, what is wrong? And he was a little firmer. So I said, OK, I'll tell you. Let's go to the trunk. We open up and inside we have our detail bag perfectly arranged in some C5 books, you know, typical fans at a car show. I said, the carpet back here is terrible. He said, it looks okay to me. And I brought out a nine inch special car detailing shag rug because that's what it reminded me that there were so few threads per inch that if you didn't comb it right, 
you could see the base of the carpet, the lighter colored base. So I said, watch this. Lifted up the detail bag and you could see white blotches of the base of the carpet. Took out the shag rug, nine inch shag rug, custom, and raked it. He said, hey, they disappeared. I said, Dave, you asked what you can do better? He said, this is new to me and this is exactly why I want to talk to people like you too. And I will fix that. And the carpet was upgraded either in 99 or 2000. And I don't remember the third thing I told him, but Dave Hill was a good guy as the Corvette team has been throughout the years. Next memory I have of Dave is at the C6 reveal with his plaid slacks, which everybody put special interest in. And that was fun. (laughs) That's great. What a good story. And gosh, the chief engineer for Corvette coming over to you and wanting to know what's wrong with the car. That's really, really cool, John. It was. It still is. I remember this like it was yesterday. That's amazing. Also, you had a great C8 story. It was a first drive story with Harlan Charles, didn't you? Harlan is always a very easy person to talk with. And when you go to any Corvette event, there's so many people want to talk to Harlan. Everybody knows Harlan. Of course, he looks just like every other member of the Corvette team. Not. And in fact, that's how I met Harlan. I'm at a bash event, probably 2000, and Harlan's got his hair sticking out, and so do I, and his wife and I were talking in the hallway. We were talking about different appearance, and I said, you know, you must be outstanding, because my wife has an expression that an organization tolerates difference in the appearance of its staff to the degree they're excellent. And that's kind of like the first Harlan and I moment. At the C8, I was invited by GM to the first drive. And this is after they've already test drived by the biggies, by Motor Trend and Car and Driver and Road and Track. This is when they invite what I would call second-tier media. And I was invited because of my mid-engine Corvette Forum. There were 20 of us in this batch. There were five batches in uh, Las Vegas, Spring Mountain. We did a day on the track and a day at Red Rocks. And Keith Cornett is there, Corvette blogger. So Keith and I walked in for dinner, and there was Don Sherman, who's always been somebody I've looked up to. And Keith introduced me, and there was three of us. It was a table for four, and Harlan came up and took the fourth chair. And Don, as his style, just peppered Harlan with questions. And I'm in the company of biggies, you know, Harlan, Don Sherman, Keith Cornett, and I'm rarely, for me, being quiet. So I'm eating, and finally, after about a half hour, Keith asked a few questions. Harlan turns to me and says, well, what do you think of the C8? And I told him what I loved about the car. We had, at that point, a C7Z06. He said, well, is there anything about it you don't love? And I said, yeah, it's a little tight in the cabin. Of course, in a C7 coupe, you can reach behind you to a little baby cooler. There's no such room, as we all know, in a C8. They said, yeah, we have more room than our mid-engine competitors, but it is an adjustment, isn't it? So he said, you're going to write up this story? And I said, it's already on the mid-engine form. And he said, okay, I have to check it out. I said, you want me to send you a link? And then he shocked me and he said, John, we all know the mid-engine Corvette Forum. In fact, don't be surprised if some of my colleagues are members, but they're smart enough never to use their real name, instead choosing a forum name, and they'll never use their GM email address. And I said, well, actually, I know of two that have used their Gmail address. And so we laughed about that. That was the first half of that. The next day was on the track. I got a chance to re-meet more than an acquaintance, and that's Alex McDonald, who we all know is the vehicle performance manager. Those who don't know about Alex, he's a phenomenal driver. He started out in all sorts of past things. Then he became a Corvette test driver. In fact, little known factoid, he actually has a faster time on the long course at VIR in C7Z06 than Jim Miro. 
So he's one amazing driver. That afternoon, we're the second day, we're on the autocross section. We divided up into groups, and Alex is standing around. And I said, hey, Alex, would you give me a drive in the autocross? And he said, well, sure, I guess I can do that. So he gets into this empty car, and as we're walking over there, he says to me, you know, I'm not very good at the autocross. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> I've never been in a car that's gone so fast in an autocross or even half that fast. That was another magical part of the C8 first drive for me. Then I also saw Alex again at the C8 Z06 reveal. What a wonderful other member of the team he is. Absolutely right. Well, buddy, let's take our first break. And when we come back, we'll hear some more Corvette stories, including some stories about Tad's Jucter here on Corvette Today. The Radiator Grill Store offers protection for your C8's front radiators and side intakes. They also carry front strut tower covers to prevent rusting and pooling water, all with do-it-yourself installation. Get 10% off your total purchase with promo code CT10. See the full line of products at radiatorgrillstore.com. We all know that wheels make the car. Wheelcraft will help you take your Corvette to new levels. Wheelcraft offers the world's best PVD chrome finish available on the market. Available in bright chrome and black chrome. Wheelcraft nails it in both appearance and durability. And it comes with a five-year warranty against brake dust burns, pitting, peeling, and color delimination. Wheelcraft is also ISO certified. Whether you're having your wheels refinished or an exchange transaction, there is no core fee, no deposit, and you don't pay for the finished wheels until they are installed on your car. Wheelcraft in insists on complete satisfaction before you pay. Hear from one of our customers. I picked up a brochure at the National Corvette Museum and we took delivery of our new C8. I called Wheelcraft and in 15 minutes I ordered the new bright ice chrome wheels. Wheelcraft's follow-up and follow-through is superb. The wheels arrived on Sunday, installed on Monday, and cores were returned same day. The wheels are the highest quality I've ever seen and they look awesome. Great prices, great customer service from initial contact to installation. Thanks, Dennis from Nashville. In many cases, Wheelcraft offers finished wheels on exchange or will apply this new finish to your wheels. Either way, Wheelcraft treats your wheels as their own. Visit our website at wheelcraft.com or call us at 833-840-5334. Arrive in style with Wheelcraft. When you want to buy a Corvette, or any Chevrolet for that matter, get yours from Hendrick Chevrolet Shawnee Mission located in Kansas City. Hendrick Chevrolet is the largest Corvette dealership and showroom in the Midwest. With a knowledgeable sales staff and Corvette sales specialists on hand, they'll help you build the Corvette of your dreams, and they ship nationwide. With Corvette certified master mechanics on site and a huge parts department, with over 24,000 parts and $2 million in inventory, Hendrick Chevrolet is well equipped to take care of your every need. From sales to service to collision repair, Hendrick Chevrolet has you covered. Visit ChevyUSA.com or call 913-384-1550. VetFinders.com is the Internet's original Corvette classified ads website. With classified ads starting at just $25. And every ad runs until your Corvette is sold. If you're in the market for a Corvette, VetFinders.com has over 500 Corvettes for sale from all around the USA and Canada and covering all eight generations. Visit VetFinders.com, the Internet's destination for buying and selling Corvettes. That's V-E-T-T-E, Finders.com. Check out the first Corvette-only auction website at 427stingray.com slash Corvette today. You can sign up to bid and comment on more than 40 Corvettes every week. That's 427stingray.com slash Corvette today. Join the community. You're listening to the Corvette Today podcast with Steve Garrett. 
Hey, thanks for listening and watching Corvette Today, the show that talks about everything Corvette. Brought to you by Wheelcraft. Want to dress up your Corvette with bright chrome or black chrome wheels? Visit wheelcraft.com and learn about their advanced PVD chrome finishing. They can refinish your wheels or offer a wheel exchange for most models, and it comes with a five-year warranty. Visit wheelcraft.com today or call them at 833-840-5334. And be sure to visit the Wheelcraft booth on the Midway at Corvettes at Carlisle. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. With me today is John Elegant. John has got some great Corvette stories, 60 years in the making. So, John, in the second segment, let's talk about the two buyer's tours that you did for the C6 Z06 and the C7 Z06. The buyer's tours are magic. You are able to buy them through the National Corvette Museum. They have a specialist who takes you around and you go from workstation to workstation, assembly station, as your car is being built. I worked at a Ford assembly plant. In fact, that was helped put my way through college. So the plant is a special magical place. I know I use that word twice, but that's how I feel. The sounds, the smells, the motions, the lights. A buyer's tour, it's too bad they're not now, but we understand why. Bowling Green Assembly will resume them at some point, and I just wish that it was time-wise with our CA-06. So the C6 era, they did not have a buyer's tour official program, but they had an unofficial one. If a retiree who had retired in the last five years chose to take a single person on a buyer's tour, and they could do this up to twice a year, they could do that. And a person I knew being a member of Corvettes Limited of Bowling Green, one of the biggest Corvette clubs in the country, Denzel said to me, would you like to go on a buyer's tour? And of course, he had to tell me what it was. So we spent all of one day got there at 5.45 a.m. and part of the next day. And he took me to places that, unless you're an employee, never get to. We were in the chassis assembly area. We were in the engine dress-up area where they put on accessories on the exterior before it eventually heads to the chassis and then the marriage. It was a wonderful experience, again, having worked in the plant, but now I'm there and I'm talking to the people as they have time. Denzel and I are walking down the line watching my left side fender be put on, and then after that, the next part. Just watching your car turn from a bare chassis to a completed car, and then when it comes off at the very last station, I got the chance to drive it off over the rumble strips just outside the 800 test bay, but not in the bay. A truly wonderful experience. I'm smiling talking about it, even though that was quite a few years ago. So that was my first buyer's tour. My second one was with the C7 Z06. It was an official program by then, again, as I mentioned, through the National Corvette Museum. I chose as the person to come with me, because you can have one now, and that was Jeremy Wellborn, Jagamajaran on both forums. Jeremy and I and a wonderful person named David, who had retired from the plant a couple of years before and was a tour specialist, we spent, again, about a total of 12 hours over two days watching my Velocity Yellow C7 Z06 be built. To see your car transformed from, again, coming down in the rafters with only one small body panel in the color, and you know it's yours, especially when he says, 
this is yours coming down from the rafters, just the aperture panel or rocker panel, and then to watch it by the end of a day and a half later. And to, again, be able to drive it off the line, truly fantastic. At that second buyer's tour, I was afforded an opportunity that they will never afford to anybody ever since. I just happened to be in the right place. I got asked, would you like to go into the test bay? And it has the big rollers, and they take it up on the rollers with an assembly specialist up to 70 miles an hour. And it does eight. 800 tests in about three or four minutes, you're warned the car's going to buck right and left. And even though you're warned, it is unnerving as this car goes through its 800 tests. So that was another stupendous and very unusual experience. All the more unusual because the following week, the car went off the rollers and crashed. So needless to say, no non-employees are ever going to be allowed in that test cell again. Another experience, you know, which actually leads to the next category of what we've agreed to talk about. Right. My wife has a saying, the worst experiences make the best stories afterwards. So I have a couple of those in my Corvette life, starting with driving our C6Z06 home from museum delivery. Weather was perfect. We put 500 miles on it through gorgeous Kentucky back roads. What a gorgeous state. Then had oil and filter change and started home. The weather was supposed to be perfect all the way home. And Andy and I have literally over a quarter of a million road trip miles, vacation miles and Corvette miles and know how to keep track of the weather, especially in the Middle West. So we get toward Kansas City, not far from your home on Interstate 70 and massive traffic. Somebody didn't talk to somebody, and it was the Kansas City Chiefs home game, along with the interstate being narrowed down from five lanes to two. You know what that's like. Oh, yeah. It was 93 degrees. I'm worried about this brand new car of ours with its 427 overheating. It didn't. It got a little warm, but never into the hot territory. And we're sitting there, and now it's getting bladder painful time because we're stuck literally hour after hour in this mess of traffic moving 20 feet. So we get through that, and I'm excited. We're back on our way. And I said, well, that solves all of our problems for the day. And Annie says, no, I'm not so sure. Look ahead. And looking to the west where we're going, we always, like all new Corvette owners, at least like to keep the fantasy that our new Corvette is never going to see rain. And it's getting gray, and then it's getting dark gray, and then it's charcoal gray, and the rain is coming down like a Florida monsoon. And it's so bad that even though I grew up in New England, spent 30 years driving on the snow in winter, the rear end is walking to the left and then sliding to the right, and I'm counter-correcting, and I'm hoping that nobody runs into us. We're doing 35 miles an hour and the four-wheel drive pickups are flying by us at 70. Didn't have weather mode. And as we know, the Michelins are better than the good years were for rain. We get in the motel room, distant Topeka, distance about 40 miles. And he turns on the TV and the weather forecaster says, well, if you just went from Kansas City to Topeka, we just had 3.4 inches of rain in the last hour. That's our all-time high of inches per hour. We escaped, no damage. And of course, the car washed up, as all Corvettes do, and was beautiful. But, oh, that was a nerve-wracking one-hour trip for just 40 miles. And the car didn't melt either, did it? <laughs> no, it sure didn't. And also, talk about when you sold the C6 as well. 
That's heading in the opposite direction. Nanny and I have been involved with five national Corvette caravans, and we're on the 2014 heading east to Bowling Green. For those who don't know, these regional caravans start all corners of the country and in the middle of the country, and eventually 5,000 Corvettes come to the National Corvette Museum, an amazing event. If you like a moving car show and lots of other Corvettes, you can't see the end in front of you nor behind you. So we're on the caravan. I had just called Tommy Thompson, the general manager, McMulkin. I'd been on his list for a C7Z06, was number two till somebody backed out. So we agreed on a price. I sent him 32 pictures. We're driving on the caravan. All of us on that caravan from the Pacific Northwest remember two things. It rained like hell and then rained some more. And the second thing is for every meal, it rained pulled pork because it seemed every Chevy dealership, everybody who put together a meal for us decided that we should have pulled pork. So we're in day two. We're in Wyoming and the rain is horrible. I'm following my friend Billy in his 64 Resto Mod with some, I don't know, 9 million horsepower. And he's the best driver. All of a sudden, he swerves. We're in a construction zone. We're doing 68 miles an hour. The Jersey barrows are pulled in on each side. So both of the breakdown lanes are half width on right and left. And Billy swerves and cuts in front of a tractor trailer truck, just missing him, look like inches. And then all of a sudden, there's a wooden dining room chair in front of us, and we smack into it. I can't swerve because now that tractor-trailer truck wasn't paying attention and was doing more than I was and was passing me. There was no room. And I was sure that it was, sounded like an explosion to Annie and me. We were sure the front fascia was cracked. This is the car. We've agreed on a price. We are ferrying a car across the country, have to deliver it in the same condition, and the front end is destroyed. Oh. It was such a sinking feeling. We finally, about 20 minutes later, get out of construction. Billy pulls over. He'd seen what had happened. We pulled over and we just shook our head. The front fascia was okay. It had paint protection film. We could see some impact scuff marks, but the front fascia wasn't cracked. We later on, fast forward, we went to Bowling Green, then we drove a thousand miles up to Nashville to deliver it. We spent that evening detailing it. The next morning, got up at 4 o'clock, detailed it some more, took it to visit with Mark McCarowitz, who's currently the Corvette sales manager, as Tommy Thompson is now an owner. And I was desperately afraid that the sale was not going to happen. We were able to get rid of most of the black marks. And so Tommy says, you know, I need my service manager to give it a ride, make sure the clutch is okay. I said, it's perfect. Go for it. So he comes back and we're talking. And I said, Tommy, I got to point out these impact marks, two on the headlight. And thankfully it didn't crack. And one here on the front splitter, which was like a plastic composite for the C6 ZOC. He said, John. This car presents as a new car. You've got it now for eight years. I'm not worried about that. I'll just change the paint protection film on the headlight. And it's beautiful. So, again, the worst experiences make the best stories. Great story, buddy. I tell you what, let's take our final break. We've got another dealership story, and we'll finally get to the Taj stories coming up next here on Corvette Today. Are you ready for a better insurance policy without the Corvette tax? With agreed value protection, the value of your collector vehicle will never change. Plus, you'll save money. Get a quick quote at ncminsurance.com. 
Hey, honey, are you awake? Mm, I am now. I can't sleep. Since turning 50, I keep dreaming of a red door and a blue door, somehow knowing there are only choices for retirement. Okay. Through the red door, we outlive our money. We have to rely on our kids. We're stuck on a fixed income. It's terrifying. Yeah, that would suck. But through the blue door, our money outlives us. We retire on our terms. Our kids stay our kids, not our caretakers. We make work optional. Yes, that's much better. That's what I want too. But what do we do? We call True Wealth and Company at 913-653-8783. They specialize in helping successful people make work optional. They're our fiduciary Blue Door personal wealth managers. Hey, where are you going? It's 3 a.m. I can't sleep. I'm going to check out True Wealth and Company online at retirewithtrue.com. That Blue Door is going to be our retirement. 913-653-8783. Visit us online at retirewithtrue.com. Investment advice offered through True Wealth and Company, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Kansas. American Hydrocarbon is your one-stop shop for custom interior, exterior, and engine bay items for your C4 through C8 Corvette. We can help you create a custom look for your Corvette with carbon fiber or 10 different color patterns and styles. Whether it's a custom-made engine cover for your new C8 mid-engine Corvette or custom-made C4 interior upgrades, American Hydrocarbon can help you transform your Corvette into a best-in-class show car. And now we're proud to announce that we can produce and distribute officially licensed GM products for the C8 Corvette. That includes the front splitter, side skirts, engine appearance panels, and engine fluid caps. Plus, we now also carry the C8 Speedline side skirts along with the engine appearance package and high wing. Our products have been featured in Vet and Corvette magazines. Give us a call, 813-476-5638. Visit our updated website at AmericanHydrocarbon.com or email us at pat at AmericanHydrocarbon.com. Let us help you make your Corvette the car you've always wanted it to be. American Hydrocarbon. MidAmerica Motorworks has been the industry leader and aftermarket supplier and manufacturer of Corvette replacement parts and accessories since 1974. We have what you need for all years and generations of Corvette. Whether you need a door panel or a seat cover for your C1 Corvette or the latest shirt, jacket, hat, or lifestyle accessory to complement your new C8, you can get it at MidAmerica Motorworks. So if you're restoring, repairing, replacing, or simply researching your Corvette, MidAmerica Motorworks is the place to go. Visit our website at mamotorworks.com and shop Corvettes by generation or specific year. Or call us Monday through Saturday, toll-free at 800-500-1500 and talk to one of our Corvette experts to help you get the right part or accessory. Pursue your passion with MidAmerica Motorworks. And now, back to Corvette Today with your host and my husband, Steve Garrett. Hey, thanks once again for listening and watching Corvette Today, the show that talks about everything Corvette. Brought to you by Wheelcraft. Want to dress up your Corvette with bright chrome or black chrome wheels? Visit wheelcraft.com and learn about their advanced PVD chrome finishing. They can refinish your wheels or offer a wheel exchange for most models, and it comes with a five-year warranty. Visit wheelcraft.com today or call them at 833-840-5334. And be sure to visit the Wheelcraft booth on the Midway at Corvette to Carlisle. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. With me today is John Elegant, the man who runs mid-engine Corvette Forum. We're talking great Corvette stories because, as you know, every Corvette owner has a story. John, talk about the story with your C5 Corvette and the dealership with Dave Salvatore at Kerbeck, which is now Sioka Chevrolet. It all started with my local Chevy dealer, and he promised me an allocation for our Corvette, and I naively believed him. 
I didn't know anything about allocations. This is 25 years ago. So he says, John, you're number one. I said, fine, but I don't want one till 98. He said, that's fine. So about six months later, Jim Dunn found that spy shot of the C5 core, the one that he sold, I think it was to Popular Mechanics. And he joked that it resulted in paying from one of my daughter's entire college education. And then the following year, Phil LeBeau on CNBC had a video of the C5 at Milford Proving Ground before they added more site screening so photographers couldn't camp there. So I took this to the owner of the dealership and said, hey, you might want this. He said, oh, fantastic. I have my annual sales meeting tonight and I'm not prepared. So thanks for the video. And I handed it off to him and he turned to me as I'm walking out. He says, I remember you're guaranteed my number one allocation for the 98. Fine. Fantastic. So we get to that time period to ordering them. And he says, show up next Tuesday. I'll introduce you to my GM. He's going to handle you. And meanwhile, I'd given him $500 two years ago, which was a fair amount of money for a deposit back in the 90s. So I show up. He introduces me to Phil. And Phil says, well, you know, I'm sorry. I don't have an allocation. We gave our first allocation to so-and-so, owns a national trucking company. He buys three pickup trucks from us each year. I said, yeah, I understand. So he said, I'll get you on the second allocation. Fast forward another month. I go to his office. He's not at his desk. I'm not hearing from him. He's not answering my calls. I walk to his desk and I notice that the book is open. And not only were there blue ink tick marks for the first allocation, but now there were pencil marks for a second order. And so I've been shut out a second time. I stomped out, got my $500, and I never bought anything from them again. So on the way home, I stopped by the Viper dealer. They had one in the showroom used talked to the person I knew personally, and he said, well, I can take another 10 off. And I said, well, let me think about that. I'm really not a Viper person. Told my wife and any properly ripped me a new place to sit and said, you're not a Viper person. Remember the 62 split? You've been a Corvette person your whole life. You're not buying a Viper. I said, uh, she said, get your act together, get online tonight, and go find out who's got a Corvette that you can go buy. Go look for the number one Corvette dealer. Dave Salvatore to the rescue. And I looked up the showroom and online and showed their stock and they had over 100 C5s. So I called the next day and I worked for city government. I never before or since swore on a city phone, but I was still livid from the day before. I got his voicemail. Dave, this is John Elegant. You don't know me. I've been effed over and I said the whole word by my local Chevy dealer who lied to me about allocations. I want to buy a C5. I have cash on hand. I can be at your place tomorrow. But I live in Oregon. About 20 minutes later, gentle, kind Dave Salvatore said, hi, John, this is Dave. And let me tell you, I think I've heard that story a hundred or is it a thousand times before? And don't worry, I have the exact car you want in stock. How do you know what it is? He says, I got a hundred cars and I got a couple of aces up my sleeve. So, okay, Dave, let's give it a shot. So he said, color, black. I got five of those. Transmission, manual. Three of the five black ones have a manual. We go through down. We get through one through 11. I wanted 12 options. He said, we're 11 for 11. I got the car you want, John. I said, Dave, we don't know about the last one. And Dave says, I got the car you want. So I said, okay, I can't afford the $600 CD changer in the trunk. He said, well, now we got a problem, but I got a solution. I got two solutions. And I said, what's that, Dave? He said, first off, how about if I give you that? And $600 was a good chunk of change back then in 98 or 97, actually. How about if I give you that option for free? I said, uh, twist my arm. He did. And he said, oh, if this hadn't worked, I got two bill slots the week after next. I can put in whatever I want through Friday this week. 
and I've never met Dave. We talk on the phone because of my mid-engine Corvette forum relationship with him, and I've never met Dave in person, but he's been special to me because he saved the day and got us our C5. That's great. What a good story because you had 12 options and he had your car. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. You got some good Taj Jucter stories too. I want to hear those. When I first met Taj, he was an assistant to Dave Hill. In fact, Dave introduced him. Taj would stand in the corner. How do I say this tactfully? Reserved, quiet. He's an engineer. Taj has developed into the great public speaker he is right now. He joke with people and he tells stories and he deflects inappropriate questions about future potential products. I've gotten to know Taj. We see each other at events. I'm smiling now just knowing where this one leads. This is at the C8 hardtop convertible reveal at the Rocket Center, where all the rockets are in the background, and the reveal takes place. It was just terrific to see a rapid blue hardtop convertible, the top go up and go down 20 feet in front of us. Uh, there were about 75 media there and about 25 GM staff. Josh Holder did the presentation, did a fantastic one. To go back a few hours in time, this is at 6 o'clock at night. I'm in the elevator coming down from my room for registration, which didn't open until four that afternoon. And there's a lady who gets on, says, hold the elevator. So she gets on, she sees my shirt, mid-engine Corvette Forum Polo. And she said, are you with the Corvette team? I said, no, I'm not. She said, well, there was a race car on the main runway at the Kennedy Space Center earlier today. It was so loud and so fast. I was in the tour bus on the taxiway. I'm a tourist here. And wow, that was fun. Then we went to the Rocket Garden. So get off the elevator, hang around for 10 minutes, go to registration. I'm registering and Taj walks in. We say hello. He talks to Carol and gets registered. I was just about done. So I said, hey, Taj, I just talked to a lady on the elevator. Was it you at the Kennedy Space Center? The hotel is about 40 miles south or 40 minutes south. Running up down the main runway at top speed. He says, not me. So I just let it go. He was straight faced. He pulled it off perfectly and I believed him. Back to the reveal now at 6.30, and they've revealed the hardtop convertible. All of a sudden, this thunderous noise, and you're, again, standing with these rockets. Tail first, of course, straight up hundreds of feet right in front of you. This thunderous noise, it turns out to be the C8R, driven in by Tommy Milner. That was unexpected. Nobody thought that was going to be revealed along that. So the event sort of winding down. In the back, all the hors d'oeuvres, and Taz is there. Keith Cornett, Corvette blogger, my partner on the Mid-Engine Corvette Forum, is there. And all the rest of the media, they've gone. They're filing their stories. Time in the media business, first to break your story, they've all gone. So it's Keith and I and about 20, 25, 30 people on the Corvette team. I'm sitting down eating, and Taz comes over, and I said, Taz, what about that car that was on the runway? And he straight face says, not me. I wasn't driving it. So to this day, when I see Tash, occasionally, sometimes I'll say, not me. Or he'll say, not me. That's funny. Yeah, it wasn't he who was driving it. wasn't me. So that's one of the adventures I had with Tash. Another one was at the Z06 reveal. And the energy in that room was absolutely fantastic, especially at the private reveal the night before. Here's the team that's worked on this car for seven years. They can't even tell some of the fellow people that work with GM because you got to keep this secret. And they did a pretty good job, didn't they? 
this is an opportunity the first time publicly the GM staff can talk and share and their enthusiasm was palpable. They were so excited about this car. They still are. So I happened at one point to be standing next to the visible carbon fiber wheel on a display table. So I'm looking at it. Taz comes over and said, you like it? I said, got to have one. Not knowing then it's not available unless you get a ZL7. So he says, why don't you pick it up? Anybody who knows me, I'm six feet tall, weigh 150 pounds. And when muscles were given out, I was in another stadium. (laughs) And so I'm thinking this thing is carbon fiber. It's lightweight, but it's huge. It's 13 wide and 21 inch diameter. So I have to give a certain amount. But then again, he's told us in the press release, it's 41 pounds, the set of four, then a forged lightweight aluminum wheel. So I lift up with what I think is the right amount of force to lift it up to my shoulders off this table. The wheel in my two hands goes flying over, way over the top of my head. Tash bursts out laughing. Yeah, it's pretty light, isn't it, John? To this day, I wish I could get those wheels. Those are great wheels. Oh, they sure are. And they're carbon fiber. And we all know, Steve, that you love carbon fiber. Yes, sir. Mr. Carbon Fiber. And then the last adventure or experience with Taj was of a completely different nature, although it does relate to the C8 at the National Corvette Museum. And of course, we remember that in the first part of April in New York City, Times Square, rush hour, there was a single-layer disguised camo C8 with Mary Barr in the passenger seat, Taj driving it, and that phalanx of six black SUVs protecting them as they're driving through Times Square. And of course, it's saying 7, 18, 19. So the question we all wondered coming to the bash, would they bring that car to the bash? The event goes on, starts on Thursday officially, nothing. Friday, I mean, they do presentation, but we haven't seen the car. Friday, nothing. Saturday, people start to go home, nothing. Finally, at about 10 minutes before 12, the PA says, if you're interested in something special about a potential future product, go to the new circle at exactly 12 o'clock noon. So I go out the side door. I'm with my friend, Craig Marshall, hosts is Marshall Polo, who's a professional photographer with a camera with a foot-long lens on it. So we're standing there on the outside circle with hundreds and hundreds of others. Tash is inside the circle, along with one or two other GM Corvette staff, and we're motioned to come on in. I didn't know it was me or whether that included my friend Craig. So I turned to Craig and Taj nods his head yes. So we're inside and we're talking. Craig is lining up his shots and he has an award-winning shot that he donated to the National Corvette Museum. So here comes the car. But before the car comes, Taj said to me, he says, I'm nervous. I don't want that car to be surrounded by people and for the car to be trapped. I want to be able to come through, drive through, and go out the other side. And I said, Tash, see that gentleman over there? He's a retired Wyoming state trooper. He's the head of their security. And I can assure you, he and his three or four staff will take good care of your car. So he said, oh, I feel better. I didn't know that. Tash was still a little bit wound, a little bit nervous, shall we say until the car came through and everybody was like the pictures you see pictures of pictures with people with cameras went flawlessly as the car starts to drive out the outside of the circle and back toward bowling green assembly plant from where it came tash just breaks into a smile and said oh that went better than i feared you know they're human beings the corvette team are just like every one of us they get slightly anxious about something coming up They want to put on a great show and good information for us. I've been so fortunate to know so many of them as human beings and not just as Corvette staff. That's really cool. I know that you've got more stories, John, and we might have to do a part two. Could you come back and do a part two with some more stories? 
Sure. Corvettes are a big smile to me, and if we do it later, fantastic. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. Before we go, though, tell the story about the 93-year-old retired Navy electrician. One of the things that many of us, I will say almost all of us in the Corvette hobby do, is to give to others, to share our Corvettes. We want there to be a C9, a C12, a C14. Every year I take a young person out for a ride who's never been in a Corvette. I was at this point the executive moderator of a C7 forum, and I got an email from a lady who said, I'm asking an unbelievable ask of you, but could you please help me out? My father's dying of stage four terminal cancer. And I'm in Alaska. He just had a stroke, and we were sure he was going to be around for three more months, but the doctor said it's now two weeks if we're fortunate. So I think I'll be back. Would you be willing, he's always, always, ever since he saw his first Corvette in 1958, we remember his kid's dad telling Corvette stories when he came home from the Navy base. He had seen a Corvette on his way home. Would you be willing to give him a ride? He's about an hour away from you. And I said, of course, but it's got to be soon because I'm leaving on the National Corvette Caravan in three days. I got to detail the car. So in the next day or two, I'd be happy to. She says, "Okay, let me have my niece who lives in the same town as he. He's in a nursing home. Call you her name and so forth. Thank you. Thank you. She was just so happy. So her niece calls. We work out the details. She's let me put my husband on the phone. He's a local police officer. He'll be helpful to you. And I didn't know what that meant at that time. All the details get worked out. I drive down about an hour to this nursing home. My dad had died of stage four brain cancer, too, so I knew exactly what to expect in terms of communication ability and looks. And just like my dad, he was in a wheelchair. I did hear one more thing, that his favorite Corvette color was yellow. I had a poster framed that had the signature of the top four Corvette drivers. Again, this is the C7 era, and it was one of my prides and joys, but sometimes the best things in life is to give. So knowing that yellow was his favorite color, I brought the poster down. I showed it to him, and he just literally, tears came into his eyes, said, thank you. And I said, no, it's for you. And he said, for me? I said, it's for you. He said, that's your poster. I said, I want you to have it. We'll get back to the poster in a minute. So I take him for a ride. His niece's husband comes over to me and said, my wife told you that I was a police officer. I've talked to several jurisdictions. As long as you head southwest out of town on the farm roads, you got clear sailing. You can go as fast as you safely want. I've checked you out. You got a great driving record. He likes speed. So I said, got it. I know exactly what you mean. So every corner we went to, as we came out of the corner, he would say, go. So I hammered. Of course, we'd peel rubber in the C7Z06 and have just a wonderful time. And I also learned where his church was before he was unable to physically go anymore. About eight miles into the country, we stopped there, got pictures of him still in the car because I couldn't get him out myself. It took me and the police officer to get him in. So we go back and take him back to this day. It's just wonderful that I could do something for somebody. I learned during the ride that he had in 1958 seen a yellow Corvette. He always wanted to get a ride in one, never did. And this was his dream. And he remembered that it was called Panama Yellow. So we talked about this one was Velocity Yellow. And he said, well, that's what we just did. We sped all over the countryside. That was wonderful. We went on the caravan. I'm in Bowling Green. I get a call from his daughter. She's come back. She flew home instead of taking the ferry down from Alaska to make sure he was okay. And she basically said, my dad died yesterday. Oh. Yeah. 
And she said, thank you. She said, what you didn't know is that when the nursing staff got him back into his room, he asked them to put the poster on the mantle. And he spent the last three days of his life when there was basically very little of him left staring at that poster. And whenever the care staff came in, he would say, see my Corvette? Giving back is something we all do in the Corvette hobby, and that was one of the best experiences in terms of my ability to give to somebody else in the Corvette. That's wonderful, John. That's a great story. It brings a tear to my eye. That's amazing. Yeah. Buddy, thank you so much for coming back on Corvette today. I know you've got more stories, and if you'll do a part two, we'll put that together. How's that sound? Sounds good. Whenever convenient to you. You've got so many important guests that I love listening to. Well, you're an important guest, too. You're a VIP here on Corvette Today, my friend. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for listening to Corvette Today. And please be sure to tell your family, friends, and other Corvette enthusiasts about the Corvette Today podcast. And thanks to our sponsors, Wheelcraft. Want to dress up your Corvette with bright chrome or black chrome wheels? Visit wheelcraft.com to learn about their advanced PVD chrome finishing. They can refinish your wheels or offer a wheel exchange for most models, and it comes with a five-year warranty. Visit wheelcraft.com today or call 833-840-5334. And be sure to visit the Wheelcraft booth on the Midway at Corvettes and Carlisle, American Hydrocarbon at AmericanHydrocarbon.com, True Wealth and Company at RetireWithTrue.com. Also, Aerolari Wheels, get $100 off your purchase with the new promo code CT111 at Aerolari.com. MidAmerica Motorworks at MAMotorworks.com. And Hendrick Chevrolet in Kansas City at ChevyUSA.com. You've been listening to Corvette Today with Steve Garrett. If you'd like to contact Steve with any thoughts on the podcast or ideas for guests on Corvette Today, you can email him at stevegarrettdj at gmail.com. That's stevegarrettdj at gmail.com. Garrett has two R's and two T's. Or connect with Steve on social media on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram using at stevegarrettdj. Thanks again for listening to Corvette Today.